Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, DJs, let's talk about Odds Jam. Developed by Stanford engineers, Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. They have the fastest real time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books and help users place risk free bets. Yeah, I said it risk free bets. Profits average 3% every day which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Beat the book every time with Odds Jam. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, what is going on? I should ask you how you're doing. Um, I know a win's a win and all, but was that a win last night? Did, Did that feel like a win to you best of both worlds the chiefs won and i cashed my plus 10 and a half on the giants easy oh, easy yeah. cover on that one oh, and no doubt and, and you're absolutely welcome that i didn't bet that one and, and <laughs> caused the kiss of death if so the chiefs would have won by like 45 points i don't think i listen i they were lucky that there was an offsides there when Mahomes threw that other uh, interception at the end of the game. Absolutely. They were fucking lucky. And, you know, it's funny, too, because I saw the movement, and I thought it was like, oh, man, that, that's a false start. And when they showed the replay, I was like, oh, no, he jumped off sides. But mm. it's like, man, that was that was some terrible football last night. Man, <laughs> <laughs> they're getting here. You know, sometimes I'm glad I can't watch Monday Night Football. I, I, I saw the INT. I saw the score. I saw the stats. And I'm thinking, Arch and I had that covered pretty easily. I, it was probably Max that was sweating it out of whether or not Kansas City was going to win that game. This is a team that we keep waiting for to get right, and now we're at the halfway point. I think this is who they are this year. I don't like them. So that, I'm worried that they even make the playoffs. This is not a very good Chiefs team right now. It's it's really not. And, you know, uh, it's funny that Alex Smith was in the, in, the, in, in the stands and waving at the crowd because that Chiefs opening drive – I don't know, if, Max, if you watched the opening drive, that was... Alex and, smith S. Yeah, that was Andy Reid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Alex Smith uh, play calls. I, which, again, like, I, there was a lot of issues I saw with that offense yesterday, but I think they finally found something that worked, and shockingly, it was running the fucking football. Mm. I, I joked I have Travis Kelsey in my, my fantasy lineup, and I'll get to that on Thursday. I will talk to how my, my fantasy week went, thanks to Travis Kelsey. I could say this as a, a preview for the Thursday conversation. I wish there were points given to a tight end for how well he blocked because Travis Kelsey did some good blocking last night. <laughs> he really, he was really an extra offensive lineman out there. The running running game looked pretty good. Uh, you got Gore, no related, to, no relation to the former vice president or uh, Frank Gore. Frank Gore's son is, is still in college, I believe. Uh, Gore just looked fantastic. That O line really came together. Now, when it came to protecting Mahomes and giving Mahomes the time, that that did not go well. Uh, the Giants got some pressure on Mahomes, and typically he thrives under pressure. He is he is not. There's something mentally off with Patrick Mahomes right now. He just doesn't look like he's playing with joy. He looks sad out there. He's like sad Patrick Mahomes, and it's it's really disturbing me. 
Yeah. I don't Panther. Do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, I, I didn't watch the game, but his, his mannerisms have been a little off. You know, usually when he makes a mistake or, or the offense is in a pinch, he's over on the sideline, you know, patting everybody on the helmet and keep everybody pumped up and, and, and doing whatever it takes, you know, doing his space jam, Michael Jordan. But he, he has seemed a little off. I think my biggest concern is I've been beating up on this Chiefs defense all year long, right, rightfully so. But now if the offense is going to be mediocre as well, I mean, there's I don't know where you start, but there there's something needs fixed and it needs fixed fast with this team. I don't it's not going to get fixed this year. It's just not going to happen. I I think one of the problems Mahomes is having, maybe there's other stuff. I don't know. One of the problems he's having is that he doesn't know what's wrong. He's doing everything he did before, but it's just not working. Defense is catching up. They got more. Yeah, yeah, on him. Uh, they, they, you know, they they like he threw his one sidearm pl- play yesterday, and it was risky as fuck. It, it, you know, it, it, Kelsey somehow caught the ball and didn't fucking fumble it or fucking drop it <laughs> into the uh, you know defender's arms or something. But yeah, I, it, it's a lot of it. A lot of those lucky things that were ha- breaking his way in previous years are not breaking his mm-hmm. way now. Uh, his receivers, they, they got some stone hands out there. I'm I'm not going to put this all on Mahomes. Like uh, the balls, some sometimes he's throwing behind the receiver as well, and catches that they were catching previous years, they're just not catching now, or they're they're coming off their fingertips. He's creating a lot of situations where the ball is in play for a defender, right? If you if you watch it, it's maybe the ball has a little bit too much zing on it, and it bounces off a receiver's chest, and it comes into play, and it's getting intercepted now. It just, it really, it's, if you talk about variance or, or luck factor or whatever you want to say in other sports, it just seems like the pendulum is shifting the other way on Mahomes. And then to touch upon the mental state of this, I was talking to you about this as well. Um, in, I know we got to consolidate our chats uh, in Google chat. I was talking to Arch and I, I'm sorry, <laughs> Panther. I'm sorry. I, di- I didn't put this in the Twitter chat. I will get better at putting things in the Twitter chat, but there were uh, rumors going on about how, Mahomes just is not in love with the fact that his his girlfriend and his uh, his brother are trying to become like Instagram or or TikTok famous and there's like TikTok videos of them like doing dances and shit like that in public and you can see Mahomes in the background just like glaring and just unhappy about it so I wonder if it's not his fame necessarily but people trying to like capitalize off of his fame if that's just like bumming him out because he just does not look happy out there right now Home life can definitely affect those things. You guys remember, I mean, it's been six, seven years ago, but Verlander, when he was up in Detroit and had his home life issues with, I can't remember, a celebrity wife, but man, once he got rid of her, it was vintage Verlander again. And sometimes, I'm not saying that that's a, you know, that kind of, I'm just saying stuff that has nothing to do with football can play a a role in how you mentally prepare, how you are, are on the field. If you're not completely focused on the game, um, but, you know, you go look at all season long. I'm just looking at his most recency. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, six picks in the last four games. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just not Patrick Mahomes. It's Texas Tech Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> it's who he was in college. Maybe, you know, maybe it was just, who, who knows? Who knows what this we, we, it's hard to say with him because he, he puts the ball at risk and it's been going his way. It's not going his way anymore. 
So yeah, well, I mean, we've made the comparisons. He's Brett Favre syndrome, right? He's yeah, he's a gunslinger. He, he takes chances. He throws things that uh, – so, I mean, he gets by with it. He A lot of times he gets by with it. And just like you said, this year he's just he's not getting by with some of the risks that he likes to take. And they might need to pull in the reins a little bit like they did in, in year one and get him just to stay in the pocket – do your reads, stop the little trick plays and the the behind the back and left hand shit, and just play the game. I think the so. Alex Smith maneuver. I'm the, the yes. worked on that first drive. Yeah, right, exactly. Run no, the I ball listen, I, I, just, I, I, if they run the ball and they they play a little bit more conservative, they'll probably win some more games. But will they win a Super Bowl? No, they're, they're not. I think that's the problem here. Is right. We we, we argue about Pete Carroll letting Russ cook. I get it that you you need to kind of rein in Mahomes maybe, but what makes him special was the fact is that he did those things. If he's not able to do those things anymore, I just I I don't know if the Chiefs can win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't think they can. <laughs> Man, okay, real quick, the Giants had that game. They had opportunities mm-hmm. to win that game, and they 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 elected not to do the, do so. I the, the Giants are kind of a mess too at the moment with all these injuries and everything. Man, I, I would expect the Giants to be a bit more aggressive than they were when they had a team with a, you know the chance to win. Oh, they Joe judged it up. Yes, right? I mean, that, that, way that's, too conservative. That's, that's absolutely it. Uh, the, the guy is uh, walking on eggshells. His him and his boss are about to get fired. I, mean, I don't know how Gettleman and Judge make it out of this season. Maybe they make it through the season. They, they are going to get healthy. Uh, they're going to start seeing some of their players coming back in a f- couple weeks. They have been competitive. But competitive only gets you so far. You had a chance to win the game on Monday Night Football against the Chiefs, and you you opted to play pussy ball out there, right? And and you lost. So I I don't think he's the answer in New York. I don't think Gettleman's the answer. He's he's had what four years now. Uh, drafted Saquon Barkley with that number two pick in the draft that hasn't turned out well for him. So uh, maybe maybe uh, could have gotten an offensive lineman because they they sure could use one of those as well. <laughs> and it could be. I mean, players don't quit. As, as a team, if I'm sitting up in the press box, I'm okay with this loss because you're not winning anything this year. You're probably looking for a higher draft pick. The, the NFC so competitive that I, I don't think the Giants matter. But for guys like you know, judge, the general manager, the players, they might be playing for their jobs, but I think the Giants, it was in their best interest to lose that game. Uh, maybe. All right. Is there something else we need to talk about? Or A couple of quick topics. Real, uh, just, I mean, you know, we got, we got a light show, if you will, right? <laughs> it's not much. Uh, let's talk about Von Miller being traded to the Rams. So, cool. Great. Now, you know, Rams, uh, they, they get a, another pass pass rush type guy, a Super Bowl winner, a nice guy apparently in the locker room. And it looks like on paper, this was, this was great. You know, they, they don't care about drafting players apparently because what was it, a second and third round pick after giving up all their fucking first round picks. They've got no draft picks for, for uh, a decade, but goddamn, who cares? Team players want to play for the Rams right now. But the rumor of how this trade went down is a little bit fucking bizarre. There, there's a couple of websites saying that one of the things that pushed him out the door was he held this big Halloween party, invited these rappers to play, and cost six figures to do this party, and then asked his teammates to help pay for it. And the teammates like, what? It's like, oh, what, what? And so 
he's he, he apparently got pissed off. He's like, I'm going to I'm going to fuck up this locker room if you don't give me money for this party. And like uh, Fangio, 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 Fangio found out and just like basically went to management and is like, yeah, just fucking get rid of this guy. So if, if that's the fucking if that is true, if this is true, my God, what a way to get traded. Yeah, I hadn't heard that rumor. <laughs> It'd be interesting if that's how it plays out. You know, we can kind of knock on on uh, the Rams for you know trading away all their picks, but I- I'm going to knock on the Broncos here. You traded the Rams, Von Miller. You decided you're going to pick up nine of the remaining nine and a half million dollars on the contract to pick up a second and third that you're going to end up having to pay those contracts when you draft the players, knowing Elway, there's probably another quarterback in the future anyway. So, um, yeah, this is, I mean, good, good for Von Miller. He wakes up today on a seven and one team and, you know, he's, he's got actual Super Bowl aspirations now instead of, you know, being in mediocrity there in Denver. But uh, yeah, it, it was kind of a, a head scratcher. I mean, good for the Rams, though. Maybe, maybe they'll finish off games now. <laughs> yeah, the well, Rams got a lot more dangerous, for yeah, sure. I think so. Because the thing about this right now is there's only so many offensive linemen. There's only so many offensive linemen on a field, and you're already doubling up Aaron Donald. What do you do? Yeah, what do you Floyd, do? Floyd, Donald, and now Miller, and again, Miller's older. He's lost a step. He's probably only going to play, what, 20, 30 snaps a game. But that that defense is 3-4, I believe, the same as he played under. I think it's the same defense that, that uh, Vangio put, puts together. I think that's the Rams' uh, uh, defensive scheme. So it really plays into Miller's strength. So we, we'll, we'll see about that. Last thing up, real quick, the rumors. Real quick rumors about what's going to happen in New Orleans. Uh, they have a quarterback issue. James Winston, of course, is, is done for the season with torn ACL. They asked Drew Brees if he's interested in returning. Not they, not not uh, not New Orleans. Sorry, reporters asked Drew Brees if he's interested in returning. He said, "Nah, no thanks." But in steps one, Philip Rivers, who was coaching high school football until recently. The season's over. He's in shape. He doesn't live too far from New Orleans. I'm just saying, Philip Rivers. What do what do we do? What do we say? Good, good fit. I think it's a good fit. Um, you know, he he did say that his playing days were not necessarily over. If somebody he was not going to abandon his high school kids, good for him. But the season's over, and we're at the second half of the season, and there are some teams out there that are looking for help, most notably New Orleans. And uh, I look, I think that would be an excellent fit. Now, Trevor Simeon played really well, but I don't know if that's you know where they want to put the season. I would give Philip Rivers a call for sure. I like Rivers more than Simeon. That's for sure. Uh, I'm not in love with Rivers. <laughs> His best days are behind him. But yeah, give it a shot. Why not? Let's let's go nuts. <laughs> oh, for you watching at home, this is possibly the greatest picture of anyone ever. Yes, uh, this is my favorite Philip Rivers picture. In his whole career. <laughs> Guess one, take a break. Take a break. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about D-Gen gear. Uh, baseball is still here, but we will not have a bubble champs. So you can still celebrate the bubble chance by heading over to the D-Gen shop. AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Buy our gear. Keep the lights on right here and go full D-Gen. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, D-Gen's proud to say that we're 
once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, game Talk six in the World game. Series. Listen, I mean, going into this, didn't we say it was going to go at least six or seven games? Right, and and Houston, uh, they they did their part. They avoided uh, the elimination in game five. November baseball, gotta love November baseball. That was uh, Reggie Jackson, right? He was Mister November. That was his nickname, I believe. Braves set to start Max Freed tonight. He's given up 11 runs over his past two postseason starts. Not doing so well, Max. Not doing so well. Luis Garcia on the mound for Houston. He actually bounced back. He's pitched two pretty good games after getting shelled in his couple outings in in the postseason. Uh, Based on recency, then, you'd say that the Astros have the starting pitching edge, but that's barely. In fact, everything in this series is barely an edge. Team ERA. 3.68 to 3.77, barely edge to Atlanta. Whip, 1.30 to 1.32, barely an edge to Houston. Run score, 20 to 18, barely an edge to Houston. The only one that's, I would say, a little bit more of a significant gap is batting average, which is 246 to 231. Slightly more than a barely edge to Atlanta. Which means, if if you're looking at this, look at the team that is getting the plus line, there's your value. My problem is I just can't do it. This thing's going seven, guys. Maybe Atlanta wins in seven games, but I just I I see the Astros hanging in for one more game. The value play is Atlanta, but I'm going to do it. Ten dollar bet on the Astros. Yeah, this is kind of I was expecting six and hoping for seven. I agree with Max. I think we might go seven. But one of the things I talked about uh, a few days ago was. 
the series is close, but the games really aren't. They've had one game that was a one-run game. Everything else has been two or more. The Astros' two wins have been blowouts, seven to two and nine to five. I'm going to do what I did, uh, I think, well, Friday, and I'm going to go both sides. We're going to alternate run line the Braves and alternate run line the Astros. Minus one and a half on both of them should give me a pretty healthy plus line. I, I think the Braves, you're going to bet straight up, I think the Braves are – the value play, but um, I, I'm with Max. I think this thing goes seven. All right. Thanks for the heads up, by the way. I'll be hunting those. Um, Sorry about that. <laughs> I, yeah, I do think Atlanta wins this one to force a game seven. Minus 126, minus 127. That's a little high. I'd have to stretch to get there. So I don't – yeah, I'm just going to lay off. I'm leaning I'm leaning Houston. I can't quite get there with, uh, with the Braves. So I'll lean Houston here. Let's see here. I'll, I will hunt down those lines whilst we what, move on to the NBA. Yeah. All right. Uh, a couple games for me in the NBA. And I'll actually scratch that. One game for me in the NBA today. Let's talk this New Orleans at Phoenix game. Uh, Suns not off to a very good start to their season. After making it to the finals last year, just many people expected them to continue that momentum. It's just, it's just not happening. Through five games, they have yet to found, find a rhythm. Their effective field goal percentage is quite low for a team that shot the ball so well last year. DeAndre Ayton, I don't know if his mind is on his money or his money's on his mind. There's something off with him. Pelicans, on the other hand, uh, they're dreadful, right? They, they After firing Sam Van Gundy, every, the expectations were that this was a team that could take it to the next level. I think they took a step back. I know there's no Zion out there, but even when he returns, he's just going to fill up you know, the lane or fill up the bench with, with his massive uh, weight gain there. <laughs> Play off the gumbo, young man. <laughs> uh, despite the one and six record, though, this is a team that's losing close games. This, this is a team that's going to lose by four or five points. So that 11 right there, that big fucking 11 staring me in the face just seems too much for the Suns team. So a $10 bet on New Orleans. Yeah, my initial reaction was 11 seemed pretty heavy. The Pelicans, you know, what's funny about them is they can't win at home. Like, they've been getting whacked at home. They lost three in a row, but they've been pretty competitive, decently on the road. The the DeAndre Ayton thing is kind of a head-scratcher because typically when you don't get your money, and this basically is a contract year for him, you would play a little harder. You're trying to earn that money. If Phoenix isn't going to re-sign you, you'd play so that somebody's going to pay you. And he's not been playing all that well. Phoenix definitely has the uh, edge underneath with the rebounding uh, points in the paint because of no 300-pound Zion. But still, that 11 seems way too many. I'll lean New Orleans, but this is a no play for me. Wow, I thought we were cruising towards the kiss of death for sure. I'm with you, man. 11, I just can't make I can't make heads or tails of this one. Why it's 11 and a half when it's like a five or six-point game. I'll, I'm jumping on with you. 10 bucks on New Orleans. They're worth 1%. Oh, I, real quick, I'm, I'm just looking here at the injury list. Brandon Ingram and Devontae Graham are both listed as day-to-day, and this is the first of a back-to-back, so some injuries to watch go ahead into that game there you go i, I, st- I still don't care dude. i mean uh, phoenix phoenix needs to shoot the ball i really like new orleans has they, they could trot out anyone if phoenix can't <laughs> fucking shoot the ball <laughs> that's it for me i got two games i'm going to see if i can't beat the curse this is almost like my baccarat play i've, I've lost the bucks have lost three in a row and now they're going to detroit i don't think they lose this one 
but I just need them to cover the four and a half. Bobby Portis is filling in the in the middle while Brooke Lopez is injured, and Giannis has been expected to carry this team, but it looks like Chris Middleton will also miss this game. Doesn't matter. Detroit just has not played very well at all. I think Milwaukee covers the four and a half. Put a dime on the Bucks. I got this one even closer than that. I know. I know the Pistons are just—they're not winning games. They just got destroyed by by the Nets. Um, but something seems off here. Like, why, why is this only minus? Even even everything you just said. Why is this only minus four and a half? It just seems weird to me. I'm I'm going to lean Detroit here. I I no play. Yeah, no play for this one. I I can't I can't quite come to a, even a determination on this one. Milwaukee wins by one all the way up to like nine. So it's <laughs> four and a half. Maybe that's to just pick the mean. I'll lean Milwaukee here in this one. All right, one more for me. You know, a team that we're not talking that much about is the Miami Heat, and they are just foot stomping everybody they play. Now they're going to go into Dallas where the Mavs are 3-0 and at home, playing pretty well, but they've gotten by with some sketchy competition, if you will. Wins over Toronto, Houston, San Antonio, and Sacramento. Not going to give them too much love. Step up here with Miami. Porzingis is out, so Bam Adebayo could actually have a heyday underneath uh, against those other lackluster bigs. I like Miami minus the two, 10 bucks on the heat. Yeah, it's, a, it's surprising. I mean, I think that's the way Miami likes it though, right? Where, where uh, no one's talking about them <laughs> and and uh, they're going out there and they're, yeah, you're right. They're, they're really, really doing well. They've got their road wins, uh, but their, their road shooting is still down compared to them being at home. And I think Dallas has an opportunity at home to shoot the ball well, but I mean, who is it? It's it's Luca and what? Uh, I will lean Dallas. Uh, nope, scratch it. I will lean Miami here. Ooh, I was gonna say, wow. Sorry, I will lean Miami here because I, I I have them winning this game by about six hmm. points. Uh, so this this line seems a little shady to me as well. Yeah, well, that's what Gerardo just asked. If Miami minus one and a half seems trappish. Yeah, should be yeah, higher, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, it does mm-hmm. seem trappish. I call that the Luca factor. <laughs> I'm with you, man. One and a half seems too light. I'll jump with you right into the trap. Dick first, Panther, right into the trap. (laughs) Give me Miami minus one and a half. I like it. Those are the only two plays I got. We got a couple questions about basketball. Let's talk about it real quick. Uh, Should I take the Bucks money line tonight? James wants to know. Uh, They're going to win. Yeah, they'll win. Minus 200. Probably. Probably. Um, I... Yeah, I guess so. Probably, it's it's not a terrible play. Panther, you, are, are, did you did you you bet Milwaukee minus the four and a half? Right? Yes, he did. So oh, yeah, I mean, Detroit's probably money line, probably yeah. money line the Pistons. That's probably what you should do. Um, the minus two hundred, maybe I guess four. I just think Milwaukee should be able to cover this four and a half. If you're looking at money line in Milwaukee here, I'd maybe just say. Wait for the Detroit to take the lead and, and do some in-game betting. <laughs> you seem pretty confident they will take the lead. Oh, they will. At some point, they will. I do think Milwaukee's going to win the game, but minus 200, ugh, that's a little high, I think. You know, what do you, 66% they're going to win? I think that's too high. I, I don't think you're getting the value on the money line in this game. Uh, that's why yeah. I, I didn't look at it. Uh, it just, it was, uh, to me, I don't like the way Milwaukee's playing right now. 
they're they're not playing inspiring basketball. Detroit could come in and upset them. In my model, I I I think I had Detroit winning by a point in in some cases. So the the implied probability just wasn't there for me. I don't think you're getting the value on a money line with Milwaukee. They'll probably win though. Yeah, they probably will win. Should I take the Heat over Dallas? Yeah, we kind of talked about that. It does seem trappy. So I mean, if you don't expose yourself heavily on this game, <laughs> but yeah, I like the Heat. Heat should win. He, he, the, yeah, the Heat should win. I just I hated that line. Or maybe there. Maybe we're just not giving Dallas enough love. Jalen Brunson's been playing well. Tim Hardaway's been playing well. But no, Porzingis is is the downer for me. So I really do like the Heat in this game. All right, that was the only two basketball plays I had too. I guess we're gonna shoot over to the ice. Yeah, a couple games for me today. Let's uh, look at this New Jersey at Anaheim game. You know, early in the season, I can say this: the Devils don't suck. They're not quite good, but but they don't suck. Coming off of an OT loss to the Blue Jackets, but before that, they beat the Penguins. They beat a surprisingly good Sabers team. Uh, they've had a, a, a really tough schedule to start the season, yet they've managed to hang in there in many of their games. For Anaheim, I guess I can say the same. They aren't anywhere close to you know the shitty ass Arizona Coyotes, but you know they're not very good. So this is the battle of teams that don't actually suck as a surprise, and I'll give the edge to the Devils here. So a ten dollar bet on New Jersey. I think you hit it right on the head. Like both te- even at three and four, Anaheim is overperforming, uh, much much better than last year. At minus one thirty, I would have loved New Jersey at home. I'm just going to lean New Jersey on the road. So moral support. Yeah, I'll lean that way too. I don't really have much thoughts on this one. All right, play of the day right here, guys. Oh, lock of the play, century. Play of the day here, Detroit Red Wings. On the road in Montreal, money's money is hammering Montreal, hammering Montreal. Line's getting what better for them, right? That's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And so far, early in the season, we, we've we've circled some of these games where the sports books are kind of baiting us to go a certain way. And every single time, it, it, yeah, it was it was definitely a trap. Montreal's just a, I like I just don't know what the trap is here. Montreal's a, a fucking shell of its former self. Last year was a manifestation of hot goaltending circumstances, you know, surrounding that Canadian teams playing each other in the playoffs. They have fallen off of goddamn cliff this year. As for Detroit, I think they fall into that category is they don't suck. We saw glimmers from them last season, right? Particularly at at home, but now on the road, they're able to win some games. I think this is the team that we can make some money on this year with with plus lines, and we got a plus line on them right now. Uh, it's dropping though, so if you if you want them, I say. Take the Red Wings now. $10 bet on Detroit. You know, when you look at the Red Wings, even their last two losses to Toronto and Florida, they were really close losses, one-goal losses. Um, they're 2-2 two and two away from the friendly confines. Montreal's 1-3 and three at home. Maybe the only thing that's triggering this is back on October 23rd, they play each other, and the Canadians beat the shit out of the Red Wings 6-1. to one. Um, But uh, I'm with Max, though. I think there's enough value here the way Detroit's playing. It's an up-and-coming team. Um, to, but I'm not going to bet it. I'm just going to lean Detroit. I think that's a, I think that's a slam dunk bet in my mind. You want to get a piece of Detroit plus that 120, 119, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean they have way more than a 45 percent chance to win this game. Well, thank you, Panther, for not uh, doing KOD. <laughs> Appreciate that. You are, you are welcome, sir. Those are my two games. What do you got? 
Um, might be time to jump back on the Golden Knights. They've won three in a row, and now, inexplicably, they're getting an incredibly healthy plus line against what I still think is a mediocre Toronto team. I'm not jumping up and down because the Maple Leafs beat the Blackhawks and Detroit back-to-back. Um, so what, plus 175 for Vegas? Uh, to me, that's the value play of the day. Ten bucks on the Golden Knights. Uh, Toronto plays good at home. I think that's probably why you're seeing that line that it is. Uh, Vegas is is definitely playing uh, better hockey than they they were. But I mean, they still got what a, a, a negative five goal differential on the year. Uh, this is a team that that I think they they need to make some leaps and bounds if they, if they want to compete this year. Uh, I, I get I get where your head's at. It's probably a nice value play. It's just I think Toronto at home probably gets the win, so I'll lean the Maple Leafs. Yeah, you know, I'm with you, Panther. I don't know that Vegas is going to win this game, but they have way more than that 160, that plus 165 implies. So I think you're on the right side for a value play. I like it. One more for me. I want to take a look at the Rangers at Vancouver. Rangers are 5-1 and one on the road. They're playing really, really good defense. I mean, they're winning games 3-1, 4-0, 3-2, 3-1. They're winning low-scoring competitive games, and the Canucks – are losing because they can't score. Two to one, two to one, three to two. Vancouver's 0-3 at home. Rangers um, are very good on the road. I think the Rangers get it done. Ten bucks on the Rangers. It's something off about this one. This one looks incredibly trappish to me. Uh, I really I don't like what I'm seeing in this one. Uh, Rangers should win this one. I, I'm, I'm I'm trying to update to see who the starting goalies is. If if, if Shesterkin's in goal for the Rangers, it uh, it doesn't make sense here. This line should be much bigger than it actually is. So my only thought is that um, it's saying unconfirmed for for Shesterkin in goal. So I don't know if he gets swapped out for some reason. He is he's one of the best goalies in hockey right now. The Rangers are playing uh, great hockey, as, as Panther said. Uh, I'm going to lean Vancouver here, but something seems off about this one. You think so? That minus 120 seems too low? It seems too low for the Rangers. Mm. Yeah. Saying I, I just saw it move to minus 130, so it's getting worse for them. If, if that's the case, if, again, like I would like to see who starts in goal for, for the Rangers, but I mean, by the time that if they announce a Sturkin, I think that line plummets. Mm. It sure seems like minus 120. That's the play. So, I mean, I'm, I'd be with you, Panther, grabbing a piece of the Rangers. Hopefully it's not a trap. Okay. Cool. cool. Did you have any hockey arts? Not really. Uh, Philadelphia is obviously, I think, probably the most likely team to win, but they're asking you to pay a premium much more than Minnesota. Minnesota's minus two twenty-two. Philadelphia hate that more, game. Yeah, hate hate that Minnesota one as well. That that one, uh, other than the the chalky line, that one uh, seemed a little trappish too. From where where the uh, money and then public was coming in on that one. Mm. So do we want to do we want a piece of Ottawa? I, I listen. I, I don't hate that as a as a uh, a lottery ticket. It's just you know looking at at every piece of data. Is it does Minnesota ever lose at home? No. Uh, <laughs> is Ottawa a, a good team? No. But at plus one ninety one, I it was tempting. I'm just saying. I wouldn't hate it as a lottery play, but I'm not going to do it. Maybe, okay. maybe like a you know a small bet on Ottawa. Yeah. See, I took Minnesota one game when they were at home and they lost. So. <laughs> 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 The Panther curse survives. I swear. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, that's it for the comments, too. So we talked about football, basketball, baseball, and hockey. We talked about everything, Max. That's it. 
I almost forgot that we talked about baseball. That was just kind of like snuck in there. It's, it's only the World Series. Download the DGENs app for Android or iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rate and comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode of Panther. Take us home. Uh, before we do a Panther parlay, I got one more game for you. Max, you should be excited. Mac football on Tuesday night kicks off tonight. Three oh, games. Shit. Yeah, I'm loving me some Eastern Michigan plus nine at Toledo. It's close. So, um, That's real close. I don't hate that one. Yeah, I, I, I like Eastern Michigan to keep it you know, probably within a touchdown. So I'm on the Eastern Michigan Eagles at Toledo. And then for your Panther parlay, I like the Miami Heat, those Vegas Golden Knights, and the New York Rangers. Put those three together, and that'll be your Panther parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're hanging out on Twitter. You guys can shoot the shit with us. We'll shoot it right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. When it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.